Welcome to another episode of The Blind Spot, a safe space for blind and visually impaired individuals to share their stories and life experiences. I'm Kayla Aliquin. And I'm Melissa Altador. So I'm really happy with our analytics for our past what five episodes we did yeah so yeah far. five <laughs> and you know i'm very happy with our listenership in areas like new york nebraska you know shout out to you guys and i know the rural the rural areas don't have a lot of resources for services for people who are blind or visually impaired so it's really nice that we can provide information some, and yeah and support of course so you know and i know you guys look forward to our podcast so um you know i shout out to you guys and yes definitely definitely we're very happy and grateful for all of you that's listening out there so thank you yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it yeah so our next well we're last episode we did our intro to dating yes and i hope you guys that did listen enjoyed the conversation and enjoyed you know the topics that we're going to be discussing um, in the next following episode. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And um, I think we dove in a little bit with the topics that we're going to cover, but I think for this episode, we're going to cover the foundations of dating, foundations, which is very important, especially when, you know, because a lot of times, yes, you know, I know I've had my share of, people that didn't work out so well and I'm sure Kayla has too so it's important that you create a foundation before you even begin to date or just see where things go I think um a lot of times we don't take our time sometimes we rush into things and we don't realize the people that we're with or things you know things we should know so I think it's important to talk about that and our advice is take your time take your time (laughs) yeah take your time don't rush because I think a lot of people when they rush it's like everything hits them all at once once. yeah and you know talking to our friends and just even talking to each other we've realized um there's a lot more to the dating aspect that we're still learning. We're still learning, guys. And I'm sure you all are still learning as well. Um, you know, how to have a good foundation with the person that you're dating or even married to or even engaged to. So it's it's a lot to discuss with that. So I can't wait to dive into this topic. <laughs> um, so I guess to start, um, it all starts with you know, how you meet people. I don't know for you, but for me, I like to go out. I like to meet people in person. But nowadays, (laughs) um, a lot of times we meet people through social media or through um, social events. Um, I think we should start there because that's what's happening these days. So, um. For meeting people online, um, I think it's important to be very careful and to be very mindful, Mm. Um, especially because, to be honest, a lot of people can tell you anything and they'll present, you know, a highlight of themselves. So you don't really, and especially for us, you know, 
being blind and visually impaired, we're our guard is up already. So meeting people, it's it's a big challenge because we want to know if they're being genuine or if they just want to date someone that has a disability to say that, oh yeah, I'm dating someone, you know, that's not, for me, that's not okay. For anybody, that's not okay. Yeah. Or even in general, like dating, like the dating apps. Also, I know I personally, I don't use dating apps, but I do know people that do. I don't know blind people that do use dating apps or websites. I know people in general. Um, Just a little backstory since we're talking about that. One of my close friends was on um, Plenty of Fish. I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with this app. Um, so, you know, my my friend, he tried to meet someone online, which, you know, he put his profile out there. He, you know, put his information out. So he caught a couple, caught a couple um, matches. That matched him or whatever. So this girl you know she showed interest at first you know she wanted to get to know him so they they started talking through text messaging and all that before they had a actual phone conversation now mind you he disclosed in his profile that you know he's totally blind he's you know he put his age and everything out there so you would think you know the girl would ask more questions about that and want to get to know him. Well, she did, but things kind of changed when her attitude just kind of changed when they started talking on the phone. And the more he told her about himself, she became... She became a little less interested because she thought the person that she was trying to have a relationship with or whatever is somebody that has a lot of money. There's people like that. There's things like have a lot of money or things like that. So it just didn't work out. So that's why I say be very mindful, especially if you do use that specific app or any app that you're on for dating um the success rate with that is not always great Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not always great and also you really need to dive um before you told that story i was going to say you should really dive deeper into the accessibility because a lot of those apps are not they're not accessible accessible. yes they are not um i haven't used them personally but i've me neither i you know i've looked at sites but not like you really need to, I, th- I think it's a lot of trial and error right. to dive deeper into the accessibility. Yeah. <laughs> if you're using a computer or a smartphone what, or what have you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a lot there. I wish we could give you some tips on how to navigate the accessibility portion of yeah, that. Yeah, but, but, but I personally don't, don't use them. No, so I, don't don't, I wouldn't even know what to tell you for that. Yeah. Um, but if you choose to do that, you know, just... You know, just be be mindful and please, please, please be safe about it because even with dating apps, there's always a danger aspect, and you want to be careful of, um, especially if you're gonna meet that person for the first time. I would recommend a public setting. Yeah. 
um no meeting at your house yeah none of that please 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 yeah (laughs) because um i've heard too many um instances where that's happened um even in the past like i've heard instances um that happened um through uh even in the early days of social media i heard that happened so it's not just now it's it's been happening so that's why we're saying you know make sure it's a public setting with a lot of people (laughs) and you know and also if you feel that it's not going well then you have the option to leave yeah Uh, you know know, have a have a safe plan plan have a safe plan in place um and everything like that um yeah also if you need to call a friend yeah call a friend or or sibling or your your mom or anybody or or an uber i would you know i would recommend having an uber account just in case you need to get out quickly and safely yes 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 (laughs) okay so now that we're covering that portion um i'm gonna ask kayla a question so for our listeners out there can you give us a little bit of your background story of how you met the f- um your first boyfriend like how was that like pre-dating so my first boyfriend was actually i would say my f- yeah um it was at school i mean i think majority of mm-hmm. it may not happen for some people but for us i think majority at the time yeah yeah it started at school mm-hmm. so at one of your classes or at lunch you know you sit together at lunch and you right. you form this friendship and you want to be with each other all the time mm-hmm. so yeah it it was at school actually okay. and you know and then you spend a lot of i spent most of my relationships we spent a lot of time talking and texting well before i had a, an iphone that mm-hmm. i can text <laughs> this now this was my teenage years okay, mind okay. you yeah mine's okay yeah so okay. um may not happen for some people but for us i think majority mm-hmm. of our first talking time. yeah it was mostly talking on the phone mm-hmm. so we okay. would talk for hours on the phone I know for some people that I know, it was through talking and texting. Mm-hmm. So once I got the iPhone that I can text, I was like, oh, my God, it opened up a whole new world for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure it did. I'm yeah. sure it did. Okay. So, like, what did you guys talk about? Like, um, just what we had in common. Like, you know, what music we like, different foods we like. Oh, okay. It was, I guess, m- mostly getting to know each other. Okay, how did you feel that worked out? Like, did at least with that person? Um, you know, I thought it would work. You know, when you're a teenager, you have this thing like, oh, he's. I think he's the one, and blah blah right, blah, right, blah, right. blah blah blah. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, now that I'm <laughs> older, it's like, yeah, it, it didn't work nothing, out. Yeah, it wasn't those high school sweethearts. You're lucky. You're very. If it works out for you, you're very. Oh lucky. yes, we'll talk about that too. If you if you're lucky enough to still be with that person that you've been with since high school, I, I, my hat's off to you because it doesn't yeah. always work out that way. That's, that's crazy. But yeah. okay. Or any college sweethearts. Mm-hmm. It, you're lucky. You're very lucky if it works out for you. <laughs> Cause a lot of times, like we see it on TV all the time. Like, Oh, it's great. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, right. You know. And you think you're going to have the same outcome, but yeah. it's, it's not, but always, it turns out always not. the case. Yeah. It turns out not. Yeah. <laughs> It's always, always, always the case. Okay. Did you guys like, I know it's like 
uh, during your teenage years, but did you guys ever like go out so you guys could get to know each other more or what was that? Um, we tried going to restaurants, like little diner type places because, you know, back then we didn't have the money to. Exactly. You to know, go when like, you're a teenager, you don't really have. Oh, the yeah, budget. that is true. OK. OK, that so. is true. That is that's obviously true. I'm sure you all could relate to that. Yeah, but you know, there. as we got older, you know, you, depending on your budget, of course. Mm-hmm. I know in the blind community, you're on benefits and things. Thing, yeah, you're on a fixed income, um, so it's really mm-hmm. a challenge to do. Like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you really want this, you could set aside some money you know. and make it work. <laughs> that is true. Ooh, yeah. we'll talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That okay. Um. As you got older. So moving from that, um, I know with, you know, when we did the intro to dating, you kind of mentioned, um, the, I mean, when we did our, um, parents, yeah. Family our, dynamics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Our family dynamics and dating, you kind of talked a little bit about your first real relationship. So yeah. before that even began, like, how did you guys get to know each other on that? And also... How did that affect going into that relationship? How did it affect things going in? Um, so we did, we went out, you know, depending on our budget, it was mostly like going to the mall for the food court at the mall, at the local mall mm-hmm. or different restaurants, chain restaurants, because okay. you can't afford exactly, yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. Yeah. And just spending time. I don't really like to do sp- too much time at the house because then it yeah, gets boring. boring right absolutely absolutely so and even if i was to date again mm-hmm. <laughs> no okay so in comparison to your first relationship as a teenager what did you guys talk well what did you and the second person that you dated talk about like was it more of a adult conversation like where like the different things that you two talked about yeah like our educational goals Goals. like I Mm -hmm. I was you know thinking about you know what I wanted to be like I wanted to be at the time I was I wanted to be a vision a teacher for the visually impaired Mm -hmm. of course yeah that didn't happen I mean when you're when you're that age you You kind of like goals and yeah and then as you get into it it's like oh no I can't do this anymore (laughs) I can't so and I, I I you know what I love where I am now mm-hmm. so I'm you know I'm a Berlin audio technician for so that's a yeah. Jewish organization so, so it's it, it works out well it's, yeah it's perfect so, so I'm I'm really happy I am where oh. I am <laughs> okay so like since we're on the topic of you know that so um with the second person did did you guys talk about like where you guys wanted how did you guys even um, think about becoming a couple at the time uh just our chemistry i guess our connection okay like oh you know if this could work we can try and and we tried and it worked out for a little while okay could you kind of expand on that um like in what ways um i guess it's just you know like talking to each other being around each other Mm -hmm. um um just (laughs) yeah it's i guess it's the chemistry okay yeah okay that's good that's always important to have that 
foundation and and then of course when it got serious like you know i i was in college at the time mm-hmm. and he was you know doing whatever he was doing yeah, right and it just it didn't you know once we figured out that once i figured out that mm-hmm. you know our goals just didn't meet then we had to okay meet. well besides the educational goals um because you know that's always a big thing yeah. when you're s- having a foundation but the personal like did you guys see each other being with each other for the long haul or i did for you know and then of course when <laughs> when things ha- yeah because yeah. things always change so yeah. i i did i eventually wanted to get married wanted okay get married have mm-hmm. children but mm-hmm. you know things things change of yeah. course okay so that's you know that was being honest so at least you knew that it didn't work out and you're like okay on to the next one or just (laughs) not even just on to the next one one. for me it's just okay i can live without you know because i've always been by myself okay i don't and that's important too some people they i know people who once they they've never been alone from the time that they were yeah had their first relationship for long term and then it's like oh it doesn't it didn't work out and then it's like what do i do Okay. They they freak out. What do I do? Oh, definitely. Um, we'll discuss that in a future episode of. I think it's important, and especially for anybody, not just for, you know, the women listeners that we have, but for also the male listeners we have is, in between each relationship, I think you need time for yourself. Yeah. In order to reassess who you are, because from the time again, as Kayla was pointing out, when she was a teenager, things we're different between that and then becoming an adult so a lot of your wants your needs they change over time and i think that's important and even i think you figure that out during during while you're in the relationship yeah i mean even as a teenager you're still kind of developing what your needs and wants are but if you already have that mindset of okay i have an idea of what i want this like what I want for myself or what I want for my future or even current relationships that always changes because you're you're going to be meeting different people throughout your life so your what you think now can always change yeah and now that I'm working Mm -hmm. I I spent I I leave my house at (laughs) seven in the morning I don't get home yeah seriously (laughs) I don't get home till like freaking sometimes seven uh, depending on because yeah, with paratransit our commutes right. vary it, so it varies yes, and it of, of course depending because i work in new york city so it's like mm-hmm. an hour on a any given day with especially with new york city traffic oh, these yeah. days it's, it, it's, the, it's the worst it's <laughs> an hour to an hour and a half sometimes it could even take me two hours to get to work okay and that's because they pick up other people, people and in. drop them off right. and it just it's very long right. so I, I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you're going to, now that I'm working, I'm meeting people and mm-hmm. I'm experiencing different, you're going to be experiencing different things. Mm-hmm. You're going to be learning new things. Right. So. It's, it's still an ongoing process yeah. and you'll realize that too. I mean, we're still, again, as we said at the beginning, we're still learning. Yeah. And. So I think you never stop learning. You never, no, you never, you never do. stop learning. You never do. <laughs> and there's a quote from Elvis Duran: "A day without learning is a day wasted." Wasted, yes. I live by that. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But okay. Well, thanks for sharing that little background. Yeah. Um, so I think I should throw some questions at you now. Sure. Now we're gonna reverse. Yeah. Now we're gonna reverse. Oh yeah. Let's okay. reverse. Let's okay. let's play. Let's reverse. Okay. So. 
when was mm. at what age well okay yeah I you can, can say, you can yeah. say it yeah, yeah like, so <laughs> what age did i start dating yeah truthfully the age i started dating was 15 okay um as you know um <laughs> uh, that particular relationship um that started because um as i mentioned the first person i was with we met at the the lighthouse actually we met prior to the lighthouse program through a mutual friend of mine and um as we got to know each other i there were things about this person that i liked because we again we had a lot of um we had a lot of things in common we had the same taste in music uh we had just like a, you know normal teenage commonalities really but as you know um when i actually first met this person i i did like them i wasn't like a not say attracted, but I wasn't into them like that at that moment due to um, a lot of reasons that, you know, people were telling me things about him. But I was just like, oh, you know, I kind of brushed them off and just decided that, hey, let me, you know, let me dispel all these rumors because, you know, people like to talk and I like to see things for myself. So um, we started talking that summer when I was at the Columbia program. So we talked every almost every day. Can you explain what the Columbia program is? Because okay, not a lot so, of listeners okay. would know what that is. So in the back, way back when, <laughs> in the New York City area, um, we used to have pre-vocational sessions. So with any agency that is in the New York City area, like we have vision services. We have, well, it was the lighthouse before they merged with the Jewish Guild for the Blind. So, um, and anyone that's, you know, in the New York City area that has a CBVH council. Well, it's NYSCB now. now. Well, yeah. this was way back. CBVH well, yeah, was, was way back was. when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it's NYSCB, okay, which stands for the New York State Commission, Commission for, for the, the Blind. blind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so back then they went, you know, as we mentioned, by different lettering and our counselors would you know they would want us to how do I explain this learn you know um different skills outside you know to prepare us for either a summer job or beyond that depending so they would put us in I think they would most people would call that blind, blind skills blind training, training. Yeah. yeah so basically um, I got to, technically speaking, I got to live at Columbia University's dorms here in the New York City area, which is in Manhattan. Yeah, it's, I did that too. It's so. one of the best yeah. Ivy League schools here. Um, <laughs> so to get the honor to actually live there for a month, um, it was awesome because I got to be, that was my first Actually, that was my second real experience being away from my parents at a young age. I got to go at 15. I was almost uh, 16 at the time, but I was 15 and a half. I so. was 14 when I went. <laughs> I was 14 when I went. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, a lot of my friends who did get to go 
we we stayed there you know that was our primary residence but during the day we would take classes at the lighthouse at the time yeah, so they, you would have that was when they were on 59th street exactly. between lexington and park avenue mm-hmm. it was a nice area i know i miss those dates i miss yeah. those days a lot but that's where during the day we had classes so it was kind of it felt like a college setting because it was interesting because we had different classes every day so they ranged those classes ranged anywhere from we had um vocational rehab Rehab training to computer training yeah and careers career exploration yes and resume writing which that was my very first time ever doing one that was actually kind of cool yeah and and at the and then we had like a career day yeah where you you had to do like a mock interview with somebody from yes yes so that was actually pretty cool that was actually really really great um so aside from that so at night you know when we would come back we had, you know, an hour to just decompress before we start our evening activities. Yeah. But, you know, so we were able to call people, but we had to use a certain, I think it was a certain number that she had to. Or I, at the time that I went, I had a personal cell phone. Oh, I so didn't have one yet. Yeah. So, so I, not, every, not everybody yeah. did, but yeah, there was a certain. Mind no, you, this was 2004, I, I think you needed a calling. <laughs> yeah. I think a calling, calling card. card. Yeah. Or something. This was 2004, okay? <laughs> 2004, was, uh, 2005, 2005, so yeah. Yeah, think I went, about that. I went in 2005, so back then there was no smartphones. Definitely. <laughs> there was no WhatsApp. There was no social media. Exactly. There was none of that stuff. To, to keep in context, this was 2004. So, so um, yeah, so getting back to that. Um, I know I'm making some people feel so old. I know, <laughs> but, that, but that's the truth, guys. <laughs> um, so getting back to that. Um, so I met this person through my friend who was also, you know, because my friend called me because they knew I was at the Columbia program. So I spoke to this person and I was like, oh, you know, they seem, I was like, what's weird is they gave them my, uh, the room number I was staying in because we each had our own personal phone in our room which was so cool which she may have had to share with somebody yeah, in there. yeah most of the time yeah we did um <laughs> so like each of our rooms had our own phone which was really awesome and they would call and you know we started talking we got to know each other that way and funny thing uh they actually came on a day that we had like a we had an outing to go to what was it we had to go to um the andrew haskell library oh yeah i remember which that trip. is so I remember much that fun trip. Yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun um so i got to meet them finally in person so then you know it was more talking more getting to know each other because i think they were visiting some of my other friends that because they went to the program a year before i did so they were visiting and you know seeing people so that was a perfect time for them to kind of meet because they were like hey I'm gonna be in the city um because I because at the time they had a summer job so I think they had a day off so they were able to show up and you know be there (laughs) so I met them in person finally and my first impression was okay I am you know the more we like talked and everything I started to kind of like them and I wanted to see where things 
go. So we continued that after, you know, after their visit was over. It it was a while before I even gave them my house number. So I, I, I'm that type of person, like, I don't give out my number very easily to people mm-hmm. unless I feel like, okay, if we know each other well enough or anything like that, then yeah, I'm going to give you my number. So I did. Yeah. I, I eventually did. And then because our chemistry was growing and I started to, you know, like the more um it was a good few months before I said okay you know what let's you know but there were conditions to us dating because they were with somebody else prior so I was like I want to make sure that you're not you're no longer interested in the person that she grew with before and all of that and they 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 agreed you know so then we we began dating um that was <laughs> that was actually pretty interesting how that happened and that's another thing too i mean i f- us blind we may not see it mm-hmm. but especially a lot of people if if they, you may not see that they may be with someone else right you may not see it until it's too, too late. late yeah that's another thing too so i wanted to make sure before we even began a relationship um that they were no longer interested in that person they you know that that's over with so they agreed to that condition and everything so then you know a good one I want to say five months after we started um we started dating so that's how that happened (laughs) and that particular relationship lasted uh, about a about 11 months almost a year so for me that was pretty significant so that was my first significant relationship. That was like a year. And for a teenage girl, that seems like a long time. So think yeah. about that. for us, it's like <laughs> now and now that we're older, it's like it's nothing compared. All my adult relationships were a year and a half yeah. to two years. Yeah. And after that, it's like, OK, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, oh, like, wow. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so but for me being almost 16, for me, that was very significant, which kind of shaped my future relationships um so yeah that was a little bit about that (laughs) and Mm. i guess i don't know i mean how the chemistry go but what about Mm -hmm. how did um so as you got older what were your expectations you know like my okay my expectations i'm glad you brought Mm. that up Mm. so (laughs) not a lot of people know but those of you those of my friends i should say that do know I'm not saying my expectations are high, but if you're a t- the type of person that has big goals, I expect you to kind of live by that, if that makes sense. Like if you have, if you're an ambitious person and you have dreams for yourself and for, you know, your potential partner and family, your future family or whatever, I... I kind of need you to honor that. Um, and I'll elaborate so it doesn't seem like it's, you know. Um, what I mean by that is if you have a goal of having a good job, a stable job, or even owning your own business, I'll support you all the way. Like, I, I love a person that's 
ambitious that knows what they want out of life and also knows how to have fun i don't always want a serious guy all the time because it kind of gets boring and being that i'm i'll put a little bit of astrology into it i'm a sagittarius so i'm more of a free spirit thinker like i like to go after what i want but i also have goals for myself like i want to have my own business one day i want to have a family i want to have like all those things so i want a partner that almost wants the same things as i do we may not agree on everything but i want your mindset to be like hey i i have dreams i have goals i have you know things i want to achieve and whatever that is within reason i will support it that's the type of person i and any of my relationships i've always supported what you know at the time like with my first relationship um they had a dream of uh, I forgot what it was but I know it was something to do with like um teaching music or something like that because they were into music at the time but it didn't work out but I still said hey if you could reach that goal that's great you know or like even personal goals like where do you see yourself in a few years? Like, you know, we had those conversations. <laughs> but it did shape my future ones as well. As I got older, with the second person I dated, that was a that was a letdown <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Um, with a brief summary, because <laughs> it's it's a long story for that, but. At first, you know, the person seemed really, seemed nice. Um, and this was like years after my first list. So it wasn't right away. It was like a good few years before I decided to date again. Uh, this was like four years. So I had a four-year interval between any relationship I've had. Um, so it was like four years. At that time, I was already 20. 2021 okay yeah so when I started dating this person my expectations were somewhat the same but they kind of changed a bit uh in a way that hey I wanted a family I'm starting to think about even when I was a teenager I thought about that but it became more of a thing for me as I got older because I want at the time I still wanted to be a social worker and work with children because I love children I love being around them I love their innocence and smile and that sort of thing so that kind of shaped me in wanting to be a social worker at the time <laughs> but that changed as obviously yeah. um so when I had the same conversation with that person you know I try to be again I try to be as supportive and I try to you know make the time um with that person and they showed me who they really were and it wasn't the best and it took me a really really long time to distance myself and to get away from that but I learned a lot from that relationship and <laughs> that's why you know um I'm glad I'm no longer in that relationship anymore I'm very very happy um but as far as those expectations like it it wasn't there 
I wasn't there. And, you know, now to being in my current one, we're mostly on a, a lot of the things that we spoke about, we're on the same page with as far as where we see ourselves, what dreams we have. And, you know, the dreams that he has for himself, like I support it because I feel he's talented um, he wants to have his own business in catering. Like, he's very talented. Um, and, you know, he's done it for other people. Like, he's cooked for other people. So a lot of people see his talent, and I also see it. And I think it would be a great opportunity, you know, if he gets to show the world, like, what he can do, especially being totally blind. And mind you, he had sight prior to that. So. Yeah. That would be a huge thing. Like, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, and it's different when you've had sight. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I also know somebody who had mm-hmm. a couple people, actually, that mm-hmm. had sight prior to them becoming n- either completely blind or visually impaired. And it's a whole, it's a different perspective mm-hmm. than when, it's, uh, I guess it's different when you're blind from birth. Yes. Than when you're, uh, when you become blind later in life. That also... I'm glad you brought that up too because that also um, that also can affect your relationship in a way because there are certain things that they they can, were able to do that you never got the chance. Yeah. So don't take it as like a bad thing, but mm. there could also teach you, you know, like oh, I didn't know you you were able to do that i wish i could do that or yeah like when they yeah. talk about driving yeah like, you're like oh, like man. i i knew somebody <laughs> i was in a one of those um last year i was doing a job training and yeah. he was talking about how he had just become blind oh wow over the course of two years so it was mm-hmm. two three years during pandemic time so okay. mind you yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was like oh my god he was like oh my god you know i miss driving mm-hmm. like i miss i'm like wow he mm-hmm. And another person I knew, too, that they miss driving with the loud music. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, wow, yeah. I never got something I never got to do. OK. <laughs> and I'm sure we've never got to no, do that. No, never. <laughs> no. So when I, you know, um, when I used to hear, you know, his stories about that, I'm like, wow, you had a great, you know, like you got to do things I wish I did. <laughs> like, But it helped me learn more about his background so that also affected why I wanted to you know pursue a relationship with him because I'm like oh okay so you're opening up more and that's another thing too um I want to mention when the people that you meet there everybody has a past so it also it could affect them in a good way moving forward in pursuing a relationship but it could also be a bad thing so you have to figure out how you're gonna navigate um those situations and believe me i can tell you those situations do come up so that's just a little side note for that on how to um to deal with that (laughs) but other than that i mean those a lot of those foundations that i did have and have now they definitely shaped how I approach my relationships or how I approach this particular relationship as opposed to 
my last two. Because there are things I did take away, and then there are things, even with this relationship, I'm still learning a lot about them, and I'm still navigating how to deal with situations. So it's, as we're going to keep saying, it's a learning process. Yeah. It's definitely a learning process. And here's another question. Mm-hmm. Um, with Thanksgiving coming up next week. Yes. Um, and now this show is, you know, we're talking. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Yes, so yes, yes. <laughs> what, are, what are some things that you're thankful for in learning from this? Oh, <laughs> so, you know, doing this podcast, of course, with my best friend, it has taught me a lot. And I'm thankful that I get to work with someone that I have an amazing friendship with as opposed to working with someone that is a total stranger and I have to learn new things that I didn't know about, which I'm not opposed to. I mean, we're learning things. Yeah, about each other During this time, we learn things like, wow, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful that this, you know, for this opportunity that we get to reach our listeners that what we what our words I should say matter and people are taking in what we're saying and and also enjoying what we're talking about you know the whole purpose of you know me conceiving the idea was that I wanted to feel like we're having a conversation with each other but we're having a conversation with a lot of other people that's actually listening and I wanted it to feel like I didn't want it to be like oh every other podcast out there I didn't want it to be like that no and a lot of them are like very cookie cutter Cutter. technical kind of I mean which is great (laughs) but you know too short exactly I mean I've listened (laughs) to podcasts that were an hour long I mean it has to be engaging it's you know I can't yeah. I mean, it depends on the topic mm-hmm. also. Yes, it definitely does. And, you know, talking about in our relationship series, like I'm also thankful for, you know, it also helps me um, and outside of, you know, doing this podcast, like in professionally, personally, like how I approach my friendships, how I approach my relationship, how I, you know, deal with situations with my family how to handle it better because you know um I'm not not to say I'm not assertive but it's made me become more outspoken more about things that I feel that are not if I feel something is wrong then I'm gonna say it if I feel something is you know not where it should be then I'm just gonna be like hey let's figure out how to make it better um, and you have to say it in a way that's not offensive. offensive yes. Because I know <laughs> I'm, we don't, I'm learning that too. Yeah. Like, we don't realize that sometimes the comments like, oh, this person is, you know, yeah. I wish, which, oh, I, and you, you expect the worst. Yeah. And, and I'm <laughs> trying to work on not. Yeah. Know. And especially, you know, for myself, I have a very close knit, especially female group that I'm closer than, you know, as you know, Kayla's definitely a part of that. We all, like, I know for the rest of my girlfriends, we all have very different personalities, and sometimes those clash, but we're, you know, for her and I, we're trying to figure out a different way on how to approach, like, 
situations if something's going on within my group of friends and i'm like and i have to hear about it i'm like okay here's how i think we should deal with this in a more positive instead of a negative way that you know because we're we're no longer teenagers or even (laughs) working together like we have if i feel like you know this needs to be done like yeah or how we need to we need to approach it like Mm -hmm. we need to like Right now, our listenership is going up, uh, up, up, uh, which, which we want to continue that. Uh, we yeah. want to be consistent because exactly. if we're not, we yeah. really, I, I understand we both have works. My work schedule is steady. Hers fluctuates. Yeah. So, you we're, know, it's so we're trying to, work to make that work. That. Yeah. yeah. But it's important for us to be open and honest. And even with our friends, it's, it's important to be. And that's why we're saying that we're trying to be better at it because we're nobody's perfect we're all human so that's something we all keep in mind but i'm grateful for you know our listeners and our viewers which is awesome yeah and i was going more towards the dating like what yeah since we're on the topic of the foundations yeah um what are you grateful what have you learned from i'm what are you grateful for that you don't have to deal with okay so (sighs) this is a big one (laughs) I, I mean, I, I'll, because I don't want to really put too much of our relationship out there, but I'm just going to speak in general that if, because like, I know if my partner is upset, I can tell um, because of how their voice changes or their attitude. So I'm trying, well, what I'm learning is how to better approach a situation where if he's upset about something, like, I want to know. And I'm trying to, the thing is, like, because I know he's, he is open, but he's also still guarded a little bit. So I have to be mindful on how I, uh... I, that's why I always ask, hey, are you okay? If you don't want to talk about it, I'm not going to push you. I don't, I'm trying not to push it because I think. I think, you know, let people absorb the situation. And if they want to talk about it. it, Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to figure that out. Like if you don't, but I don't want you to keep it bottled up either. That's the thing that kind of gets me sometimes is that, I mean, I do the same thing. I'm not going to say that. I don't. I think we all do it yeah, in some way. Like in some way or we another. like to absorb the situation before, because you, you don't want to say something that you don't, you can't take back. Yeah. You know, and, and then like, people are like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why uh, you? And then you're not in that state of mind to, talk, to, to yeah. talk about it. You just want to sit and absorb sure. what happened. How do how do you want to deal with the situation? Because I've had, I've heard from some people that when you, you know, I've heard situations with some of my other friends that they push too hard so it makes the problem much worse than going into it than where it was at the beginning so I try to be mindful of okay if you're if when you're ready to talk about it I'm ready to listen and that's another thing I'm looking at is being listening more but also trying to speak up for myself when I feel something is not okay yeah um that's still a learning process for me because 
my last two relationships, I that's another thing I learned is that I wasn't. So I allowed a lot of negative things to happen when I should have said something sooner or things like that. So I'm actually learning how to speak up and say, hey, I don't like this or mm-hmm. I don't appreciate, you know, certain things. But aside from that, like what I'm grateful for is I have someone that makes me laugh, that I can have a conversation with, um, that I can relate to. That's a big one for me, someone I can relate to. Um, Because a lot of times, you know, you may have one thing in common, but there'll be disagreements on other plans. So, I mean, we, we we have the same thing. Like, there are things I don't agree with, but... I understand because that's how he is and that's you know that's who I met and that's not gonna like I don't want and that's the big thing leading up to what I actually want to say is if that person not to say set in their ways but if don't ask them don't try to change them into something that they're not that's a big thing for me and don't let them change Change you you. into something something that you're not. not yeah like if you know cultural like i watch a lot of 90 day fiance and <laughs> so i and We're a lot of talk <laughs> about that yeah good thing you brought that up yeah. like he knows how i am there's things about each other that we may not like but they're more good things than bad like for me i can say i there's a lot of things about him that i, I that i love yeah. i love that he's you know He's ambitious. I love that he makes me laugh. I love that he is very, like, uh, his values are pretty much the same as mine when it comes to, like, having a family. Because he already has, you know, he already has children. So, for me, that was a that was a icing on top of a cake. Because <laughs> I said, oh, you know, that that's great. that that's wonderful um you know i i love a lot of things and there again there's always going to be something you don't about the person but i think it should be more good things that you like than things that you don't um i think that's something that people (laughs) tend to forget because they always mention the bad stuff but i'm like what about the good things and but but I'm grateful, you know, just to be as long as I mean, we've had our ups and downs, um, but we've always come out of it better and stronger as a couple. So that's something I'm very grateful for. Um, there's there's a lot more, but just to put it in perspective, like I'm grateful for that. And I'm very thankful that we, if we do go through hard times, we go through it together. Sometimes we do apart, but other times, like, we'll, we'll always support each other no matter what, no matter what the situation is. Yeah. And that's a great thing to have when you have someone that supports you through not just the good times, but the really bad times and times that you feel like, you know, things are happening and not in your control. It's good to know you have that person that understands, besides your friends, but it's good to have to know that you have a person that 
understands where you're coming from. Yeah. And I have to say that, you know, (laughs) even though I'm not currently dating, but Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I at least know Mm-hmm. what i want out okay. of a relationship and st- and i'm we're all still learning yeah, and that's definitely. like i'm grateful that you know i have a job and mm-hmm. i you know i have an income that's that's, and, <laughs> and that's yeah. also really great <laughs> yeah so and i hope well let's say mm-hmm. you know i would hope that if the opportunity was to come, which, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes yeah, it, it takes time. Yeah. <laughs> takes sometimes time. when you least expect it, you, when you're not, I guess when you're not actively looking, looking, that's what I've always heard. I don't, I mean, for me, I guess it kind of rang true because I wasn't really, I mean, I was talking to people, but it didn't materialize yeah. into an actual relationship. And, we should have actually started that by saying there's a difference between casually dating someone and being in a serious relationship. Yeah, which, you know, what do you, what is, I mean, casually dating me may mean different things to different people. people. But I mean, if it's not anything serious or long term, I mean, for me, I feel that's casually. Like if you're going, if you're, if like, you're I, going out or... I mean, you're still talking to that person, but if you're not in a long relationship, I feel that's like a casual thing. Yeah. Or you're just doing it to fill your time, time. is being yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what some people may call filler dates. Yeah. If you're filling, doing it to fill your time. Every time I hear someone say, oh, I'm dating. I'm like, no. can you be more specific on that, please? Because <laughs> that means to different people, as you said. So I think there's a clear difference between casually dating somebody and being in a serious relationship or if you start out as friends Friends, first and then slowly move into Into dating oh for me that was a very unique situation with this relationship we we had both we were becoming friends but we were also very attracted to each other and that doesn't always happen that's a very rare occurrence um that was a new thing for me because i usually have the friendship first then (laughs) so it was a new territory when it was okay i i'm getting to know this person but i'm falling for this person at the same time so (laughs) it was a weird way for me to navigate that but it i did it so yeah, so I'm grateful that, you know, if the opportunity was to come, I mm-hmm. would hope that this person would. I, I know what I, I'm grateful that I know what I want mm-hmm. and don't want. Okay. So that's, that's always you know, something. If, you know, if the opportunity comes, which mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, we'll see. Okay, okay. I <laughs> would hope I, so. And that I can know myself, oh, get yeah. to know who I am before. That's I, very I, at least I'm grateful that I'm not tied down. Okay. Okay, that's a good, that's, that's being honest about it. And that I know myself well enough that, okay, I want this. I want that. You know, I want. Absolutely. Or I don't want this. I don't accept that or no. Okay, absolutely. That's, that's always a great thing to remember. Um, Because I don't think a lot of people do that. No, you should. That's why I said in between relationships, you need to take the time for yourself. Because I know people that just jump from one thing to another without remembering who they were before they got with that person 
and who they should be, you know? So <laughs> I think that's very, very important. Yeah. So anything you want to, anything uh, else you want to cover for the foundations? Um, it's just important to, to get to know someone and to get to know the person, I should say, that you decide whether you want to date them or not. Because you'll, like, they won't tell you everything right away. But if there are, important note, if there are things that you feel that doesn't mesh with your expectations or with your goals or values, then I'm not saying all hope is lost of you dating, but you need to find someone that... Closely, I wouldn't say completely, but closely matches the things that you're looking for. Um, because there's always going to be one or two things that they're not going to have. So you can't, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel, you know, um, you know, you should definitely take the time to get to know the person first and see where things go before you decide to either start off slow in your relationship and build build from you know from that foundation upwards and see where things go and also um which will lead into our next episode is have ongoing discussions of where you see yourselves as a couple where do you see yourselves in short term and or long term I think those things are very important um even if you had them I think um they should be continuous conversations because your your feelings towards those things may change and your partner's not a mind reader (laughs) let's keep that in mind we're 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 all not not mind readers (laughs) so you need to make sure that you have because I know having these discussions are a bit tough but I'm sure all of you have navigated that in some way or another but for those of you who are in the process of looking for someone to date or just even if you're talking to someone right now and you feel that that person is a potential partner please have those discussions because that'll also tell you a lot about where they are that goes for both men and women. I feel the more we have these discussions, I think the better off you'll be in the long run because, you know, I've heard stories about, oh, we never had this conversation and now you're having it. It's a big problem because you didn't approach it from the beginning. You're, I know people who are 10, 20 years in and they're bringing up things now that I feel personally that should have been brought up earlier I mean I guess people bring up things on their own time but now you're in a situation where it's a problem that person may not feel the same way as you did or as you still do currently so I that's why I say that's important um anything else you want to add um (laughs) I think if you don't have anything else I think um we can (laughs) and then what we're gonna cover and our next episode okay, so our next episode oh this is gonna be fun you guys we're going to talk about the first 
<laughs> the first date. Yes. What to expect. What your expectations are. And we're going to talk about our personal stories of the dreaded oh. <laughs> first date. And also the safety, you know, safety how to be safe yes, during your first, first date. date. Or even before, like leading up to your Do first it. date. Yes. I think that's important that we should cover yes, for anyone. And for anyone. And, and if and what if something's not going right? right. right. What if, you know, we should have you guys have a plan okay. in place mm-hmm. to to navigate through that. And I wouldn't say dreaded because for me, my I'll talk about that. Um, it was not. It was very beautiful. I have to say, and my first real experience was amazing. Um, I don't know about for Kayla, but we'll we'll go more into that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a s- stories for our next episode. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed um, this episode and gave you guys some perspective. Yes, and I know we went in a little bit about our, you know, what well, what we, we experienced did. when we were younger, but that's okay. That's but what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And again, if you have questions about this episode and any future episodes that we will be doing about dating and or if there's something that we didn't didn't cover please send us your questions Mm -hmm. and we will definitely definitely um take the time to answer it and we'll even go into you know if you want us to elaborate a little more we'll definitely do that for you guys yeah so um check out uh the blinds uh the The blind spot spot on on instagram Instagram. yes please i see that we're gaining more followers on instagram so that's great which is good and our (laughs) you know along with our analytics so we're really happy about our listenership so definitely definitely all right guys so thanks for listening i'm Uh, melissa outdoor i'm kayla aliquin and this this is is the blind Blind spot Spot. (laughs)